and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. So this week's episode is more about motherhood than normal, but it all relates back to business. So if you're a mom, you are so going to get this. And if you're not, it's still worth listening to, especially if you want to be a mom one day, or if you're just curious, like how does she do it with the amount that she has on her plate, you're going to really like this. So by the time you're listening to this, it's been like nearly two months since Ruby has turned one years old. If you don't know, Ruby is my daughter. I had her February 5th of 2020. Um, so I'm recording this in February, a couple weeks after she's turned one. But I don't know. I thought it would be fun to reflect on. And as I was making the notes for this episode, it was fun. What are the 12 lessons that I've learned in 12 months of motherhood? And some of these really relate to being a mom. And some of these actually have nothing to do with being a mom and hardly even have anything to do with Ruby herself. It's just like, these are what have come through in my first year of being a mom and scaling my business to a point where it is on track, more than on track to be a seven figure per year business. So number one is always get support always accept support and be willing to ask for support. So, you know, with a newborn baby, it can be hard for people to really help, especially if you're breastfeeding, like I did in the beginning. Oh, and it's a lot. And I had a C-section and any mom who gives birth anyway is healing. I'm sure. But I was healing I was like on pain meds, like my stomach hurts. I had a major surgery. I was breastfeeding. I was exhausted and I don't live by any family. So that was hard. And it was just hard. And it felt like my husband went back to work really quick and it, it was hard. And I had a few moments where I like got mad at people, got mad at my husband, um, and kind of lashed out on people because I didn't feel like I was getting enough help but it was nobody's fault except mine because I wouldn't ask for help until I was like at a breaking point. And I remember even when, um, a few months in, we hired the nanny, I think around four months, um, when Ruby was four months, even then, like at, like my husband and I had always talked about that, how like, it would be awesome because I can have the baby and we, I have my business and we can have a nanny at home and she can, the nanny will watch the baby at home and just how cool that is not having to send her to daycare. And even though someone else is helping take care of her, it's in our home, pretty much supervised. Like it just, it, it was always, we, we talked about that, but when it came time to do it, I felt mom guilt and I felt like, I don't know. I got really freaked out by it. I remember kind of 
starting arguments over it and, and, and silly things like that, even though nobody, everyone was on my side about it. Do you know what I mean? It was just, I was so resistant to getting help that I was sabotaging getting help. And now I've completely reframed this a hundred percent. And I'm saying every day, like, I will take all the help I can get. You want to help me? Come help me. You want to support me? Come support me. Like, I, like I'm here for it. You want more work? If you're on my team, here you go. You Like, I will take all the help I can get. And there's still moments where I'm like, oh, I could have asked for help there. But like, I'm not self-sabotaging help like I used to. And I'm not making getting help mean anything bad like I used to. So... I'm just here for it. You, I don't know. I don't know how you can do it without help. And I know there are so many of you listening to this who are moms who don't have the amount of help I have. And to that, I say, you are incredible and you deserve help. So as much help as you can get nanny cleaners, team, team members, just support from your spouse, support from family, support from friends. You deserve it. You're, you're deserving of it. You have nothing to feel guilty about. And I know I could afford it. And I know some people listening to this might feel like that's their issue. I could afford it. And I still made it drama. You know, I still made it a big deal. I still resisted it. Um, I wish I would have let way more help in way sooner because I had access to it and I didn't, you know what I mean? The second thing, the second lesson is don't get attached to the how. Now, I think the lesson really came through giving birth, which I guess was in 12 months, you know, 12 months time, because that was the day she was born. I wasn't, I would, I don't, I didn't ever admit that I was really attached to how I would give birth, but I definitely was. And how I gave birth was not everything that I didn't want, but everything I didn't expect. And I think sometimes that's the case in business too. And there's so many lessons I learned giving birth that relate to business that kind of feel corny to compare because they're just, they're different. They're very different, but also it's, it's crazy how many things I learned about business through pregnancy and birth, things like that. Don't get attached to the how, you know, I look back at how my birth was everything. I didn't want everything. I didn't expect. I had to get induced. The induction sucked. It was long. I was in the hospital for so long. I had to go get a C-section. I was on pain pills after it was every, everything like that. That was just like, Oh, you know, and I got the end result that I wanted all along a perfect, beautiful, healthy baby. The how never really mattered. And I know like, I know that's a sensitive topic and I know there's a lot more there than just putting it so simply. So just understand that I know that, but in terms of lessons that I learned, I am so much better now at not getting attached to the how. I love a good plan, but what I've learned this year since having Ruby, which is, like I said, has also been a year where we've scaled to be on track for seven figures, is it never goes according to the plan. It never goes according to the plan. Even if you hit the goal, it happens differently. If you hit the enrollment goal, it happens differently. If you hit the income goal, it happens differently. Sometimes you don't get the goal, but it's working out perfectly. Like, what you are working on manifesting right now will happen. Don't get attached to the how because the how never mattered anyway. And it, even if you have the perfect how, it probably won't happen that way. So I like to plan and then I like to know that like I'm open and I'm actually excited to see what shifts and how it really happens. 
My third lesson, don't make everything mean something about you. And I have learned this lesson every year of my business. And I learned this again with my birth, you know, um, I learned this with my miscarriage before having Ruby. I learned this after having Ruby with different things in parenting where moments where I felt like the worst mom in the world, (laughs) which is a little bit of exaggeration, but we all know the feeling. Um, and little comments people make, whether it's comments people make about your parenting or comments people make about your business, you know, it's like, don't make everything mean something. Don't make everything that happens to you mean something. Don't mean everything that's said to you mean something. Don't make every launch mean something. Like all it means is you're on your journey. And it's just, I know it's so simplistic, but it's so powerful to accept and realize that you are exactly where you're meant to be. And holding on to shame shame of your birth story, shame of your body, shame of your results. It doesn't do anything good for you and you don't deserve it. You deserve to release that shame. You deserve to realize that it doesn't mean anything about you. The fourth lesson I learned is it's all perfect. Right before she was born, I the word flow came through and I knew that 2020 would be the year that I leaned into more flow than ever. And to me, I don't know exactly what that would mean, but it ended up meaning I went with the flow a lot, which you have to with a baby. I feel like even like now we're like technically in toddler stage, which is crazy. I had to go with the flow. I'm recording this. I, I haven't had a nanny in over a week, like, you know, um, due to some emergencies, which are totally understood, but it's, I got to go with the flow. Okay. That would have set me off and stressed me out so bad. That would have made it mean that I couldn't have a good month in business. It would have made it mean I couldn't sell. I couldn't serve my clients. Now it's like, eh, we'll figure it out. And I got support from other people in other places in other ways. There's always support available and it's always perfect. This um, past week of not having a nanny was the perfect week to not have a nanny, even if it doesn't look like it. I'm the perfect mom for my baby. She's the perfect baby for me. My desires are perfect. Our life is perfect. Our home is perfect. The amount of time I have every day is the amount of time I'm supposed to have. The amount of energy I have every day is the amount of energy I'm supposed to have. The level of neediness that she is or clinginess each day, because if you're mom, you know it changes, is the level of clinginess or neediness that she is. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. I didn't want to make her the reason I couldn't hit my goals and have what I wanted. So I didn't. And I chose to believe it was all perfect. Number five, I learned that you will always be disappointed when you know you're not going for your full potential. So go for it. I had set this goal of having a seven figure business for a couple years now. And it's not that I didn't hit the goal, although I didn't, it's that I didn't really go for it. It's like, I set the goal. I said the goal. And then I was like, ha ha. Yeah. Right. And I did that the year I was pregnant. I'm going to have a seven figure business. I'm pregnant, you know, no. And then I said it the year I knew she was going to be born, which felt really crazy. And the month she was born was an $11,000 month, which is totally fine had a freaking baby. Uh, I had $11,000 a month and a baby, like not much to complain about. And the next month was 25,000. And I, and I could feel myself settling again. Those of you that have followed my journey, you know, I got stuck at the 20 K months for a long time. And 
I wanted to tell myself like, it's fine. But I just, I, I, I remember it was summertime. I was sitting in our porch and I was like, I am choosing my potential here. I'm going to go for my full potential. I'm going to be in integrity with my full potential. And I started going for it. And that's when the 50 K months started. And that's when the hundred K months started. And I thought I was disappointed from not hitting my goals, but I really was disappointed in myself for not going for them. Okay. Number six, there are no rules. There are no rules. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. I had to get creative to do this, to serve this many clients, to make this amount of money as a mom in 20 to 25 hours a week of help. I had to get creative and to still not work weekends and nights. I had to get creative. So I did. I realized that there's never going to be a coach. And this is what I wanted. Like when I first had her, I stopped working with my current coach. There's nothing wrong, but I told myself like, I need to find a coach who's a mom. And I need to find a coach who makes multiple seven figures because you want them to be even farther than than you, farther than you want to go. And I want them to be a mom. And the coach I ended up going with is not a mom, really. And um, I just, I don't know. It was, A, it was kind of hard to find. The ones I did find didn't completely resonate. I did work with someone for a little while. But like, I realized... I go first. I get to lead myself. I get to be the multi-seven-figure mom that people work with and learn how to do this. And odds are there's never going to be a coach who does it exactly how you're supposed to do it. You have to do what's best for you. And just like feeding your baby, you have to feed your baby in the way that works for you. Some breastfeed for a few months or six months like I did. Some formula feed from the beginning. Some breastfeed for years, some breast or formula feed after X amount of months. It's like, who cares? Fed is best. You got to do what's best for you. Sleep training or, you know, working with your child on sleep. You've got some people don't, some people do. Some people sleep with their kid here. Some people sleep with their kid there. Like you've got to do what works for you. And I am so against mom shaming, but I'm also so against believing that there's a right way in your business. I've got to do as a mom, what keeps my household mentally stable. And I've got to do in my business, what gives me the most freedom and works for me as a unique human being. And there may not be a coach who does it that way. So I'm willing to go first. I'm willing to be the crazy one. I'm willing to get creative and I'm willing to trust myself. And I know for a fact that there are no rules and there is no right way and there's no wrong way. Number seven, it is happening. You might not know how, you might not know when, it might not look like it, but it's happening. I have felt this so many times in the past year, hitting these new milestones. The crazy thing is, is as I'm recording this, we're at over 120K cash for the month. And I had been journaling that for a while. And actually, when I started journaling it, my income dipped a little, which I I, want to laugh at myself for saying it's true. But um, poor us, we had a couple 80 something thousand dollar months, really sucked. No, I'm just kidding. Um, total sarcasm. But then the 120K month happened and I didn't plan for it. I just kept knowing that it was gonna happen. And I am pretty positive we'll be much farther than that in the next week. So it is happening. 
You might not know how, you don't need to know how. You might not know when, you don't need to know when. It might not look like it, it doesn't need to look like it. It's happening. The eighth lesson is, well, I wrote flow. Flow, 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 flow. I know we talked about flow earlier, but what this one really means to me is that if you believe life needs to go perfectly for you to hit your goals, you will never hit your goals. And I wish I would have learned that sooner, but it took being a mom to learn that it's, there's not going to be a perfect week. There's going to be weeks that they don't sleep. There's going to be weeks of teething. There's going to be weeks of no nanny. There's going to be weeks that are easy, hard in all the ways. And if I kept believing that like things needed to go perfect, we needed to have the perfect schedule and we needed to get the perfect amount of sleep and we needed the perfect amount of help. And I would have, I would have never gotten on track for seven figures. And I really did believe that. That's why I kept putting it off next year. Well, this pregnancy's hard next year. Oh, having a baby's hard next year. And instead I'm like, actually, I don't think life is ever going to go perfect. It's always going to be a little crazy. What if I believed I could have what I wanted and life could be crazy? Then it happened. Lesson number nine, (laughs) you can be a seven figure coach and you can have a boring life. Enough said. Um, The year I had Ruby also happened to be the year that everyone pretty much in the world ended up having to quarantine. Life got really boring. Um, That's okay. You know, there's so many moments of being a mom now where I just start laughing. Like, I mean, we won't get into too many details, but I'll just leave it at the fact that there was a moment recently where Ruby had a huge poop and I had like poop on my hand. She's running around the room naked, like the diet, like it was just a mess. And so I'm like, whatever, like she's running around, she's got poop on her butt. It's disgusting. And I just laugh. I'm like, I'm literally making a hundred thousand dollars cash a month. And this is my life. (laughs) And I laugh just in a good way. Like to think that I used to think I had to be this like luxury coach flying first class or flying in jets, popping champagne, wearing a ball gown. Like, no, you don't. It's fine. You can have a boring life. You can have a crazy life. You can wear the same pajamas for six days in a row. Like you deserve to take care of yourself. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to put yourself first. You deserve, like, you know, you deserve self-care and self-love. And you also get to be a freaking human being and still be really successful. And that's what I want to make clear. Lesson number 10, being immersed in your life will make you more money. If you let yourself enjoy it, So my flow now is I let myself fully immerse in my life, my gratitude for my home, my my relationship, my baby, and the money I make and my business and my clients and my journey. And I'm just, I let myself love it and be in gratitude for it and enjoy it. And I write my content about it. I write my content from that place. I write my content from the inspiration that comes from that. Or like I said, just about it in general. And... I mean, I think you can tell a lot more clients have been signing up a lot faster with a lot more ease. Number 11, you are capable of anything you desire. When I hit my first $100,000 a month, my first thought was, anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. And then my second thought was like, oh my God, I could have done this years ago. Because I realized it wasn't hard. It didn't require anything I thought it required. It was... 
it was all energy, you guys. And it was all intention and it was awesome. And that's all I really have to say. You are capable of anything you desire. That has fully integrated this year. The last one, which is probably my most recent lesson, is everything is just a perspective and there's always another perspective available. I choose not to stress. I choose to know it's happening. And any thought I have that doesn't align with me having what I want, I choose to think a different thought. I I just, I know that might sound so simple and, and whatever, but I just decided to let it be that easy. It's just any thought I have, it's like, oh, that's a perspective. Do I want to have that perspective or do I want a different one? And I'm going to be honest, that's why this month has been insanely huge. I chose that belief. And that's why I left that last as the final lesson. Okay, you guys, that's the 12 lessons that I learned in the last 12 months of being a mom and scaling my business to be on track for seven figures. So I hope you enjoyed that share this on your story, share this with me, DM me, let me know what your favorite lesson was, which one really, really spoke to you, which one feels like the next one that gets to fully integrate for you. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Bye guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.